I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Brian, Bind, Binding.com. That was sounding that was so such a good. good. Happy Friday, Lit Sisters. Hello, everybody. Um, and if you can't tell, Haley's voice sounds a little bit stronger than it normally does, which means... I'm next to you. We are together. Woo! Woo! <laughs> so, after a solid three months of being apart, we've been reunited. How does that feel? Feels awesome. Feels great. Um, Haley and I are sisters first, best friends by choice. She won't call me her best friend, but that's fine with me. It's just how things roll. <laughs> But we are such close besties in our lives. Um, very thankful that we're also sisters, which means that she's forced to get along with me. Um, but that means that we also miss each other so much when we're apart. So very excited to be back in person. Makes recording a lot easier. And also we have a lot more fun when we're together. I think we also read a little bit less as well. Yeah. I was going to say, I never posted my um, third book that I read in July. Whoops. You did read it. I read it. It's not on line just yet um my life has been distracted by other things but i'll definitely be trying to get that up um within the next day and Mm -hmm. i'm starting to finally so i started classes in july and so i I, i'm still trying to kind of find a rhythm of study but also for fun reading but also spending time with max and just not getting behind in general so Mm -hmm. i think i finally have figured out a little bit of a schedule and i'm hoping that Within this next week or so, I can get at least one or potentially two books done um, just by the way that I have talked about or figured out um, mm-hmm. my schedule. So I'm really hoping that my poor reading will not suffer um, because I actually was talking to someone that we both know mm-hmm. who um, is in nursing school mm-hmm. and she um, started online nursing school in like 2020. And with the online school, she said that since 2020, she hadn't picked up a for fun book. Some of her favorite books are like the YA adventure series Mm -hmm. stuff that we enjoy. She Mm -hmm. is a very big Harry Potter fan. Mm -hmm. And she was like, now that I have a little bit of free time, I don't want to read anything new. I just want to read the stuff I actually love to read. Mm -hmm. So So she doesn't want to waste your time on something she doesn't already know she likes. So she does a lot of rereading of series, but I know a lot of people who do that. Um, Which actually is so funny because I was just listening to Popcorn Culture with the Carlin Brothers, which is another Mm -hmm. podcast. And one of the brothers was saying, like, am I just, like, limiting my, like reading because I only read these same things over and over and I just never want to read anything new but sometimes I do read new stuff but like 
they're my go-to. I think reading is supposed to be something that you're supposed to enjoy. And if you enjoy reading the same stuff over and over again, just do it. Yeah, so anyway, he, both those people are just like avid going back to what, you know, what they love to read. But I definitely want to try to make time to read new stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're really trying to focus on some of these new books that there's a lot of new books that are coming out in this season right now with authors that we love. Um, so I really don't want to get behind because I'll feel so behind in the book world and everyone's going to be talking about it and they've all mm-hmm. already read these books. I'm already feeling behind a little bit. So all that to say, I'm really hoping next month, the month of August, I will be doing a lot better than I am. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So if you're new to Lit Sis or if you just need a refresher, today is the first Friday of the month, which means what, Haley? I ask you as you take a sip of your drink. Love, likes, and dislikes. Love, likes, and dislikes, which means we will talk individually about um, a book that we each individually loved, liked, and disliked that we read in the month of July. Haley, how many books do you read in the month of July? <coughs> Three. So it's going to make things a little easy for you, huh? Or maybe mm-hmm. a little hard. Yeah, I would say it's fairly easy, but I didn't really dislike any of the three. I read seven books. Okay. Which is honestly... That's really not that different. It's not that different in comparison to, like, the past two Julys, I've read, like, 15 books in July. And honestly, like, I think even the month before, I think in June, I read, like, seven unintentionally. And I was like, oh, somehow yeah. I read a lot. Yeah. So you never know. You never know. It's always a little bit different. Heaven so. Flow. Um, so Haley, would you like to share your love first? Do you need to think about it? Um, I think my love, I'm going to have to say, is The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a five star. I really enjoyed it very, very much. We did a whole episode about it, and then we did a whole episode about all of the books that he has written and our ranking of them. So if you want more of that information, please go back and listen to those because I don't want to waste your time right now rediscussing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, it was my love. It's definitely one of my favorites from him. I really enjoyed some of the paranormal and just like... I don't know, he just really took rear window to a whole new level, I and I really appreciated that. So, that was my love. Mad, what about you? It was also my love. Okay, well. Yeah. House Across the Lake by Riley Sager was my love's only five-star book that I read in the month of July. Um, so, I wasn't, like, a super standout month for me. Um, but Riley Sager's House Across the Lake was definitely the best one, which is really funny considering I read more books than you in the month of July. You read House Across the Lake faster than me well yeah I read my first two books in like a week and then my third book took me like two weeks and then this last week of July I read like nothing or Mm -hmm. I've I've been trying to read a book Mm -hmm. that I just have not had time to do so I'm just a little bit off in my like I gotta like get the you know I read I read like maybe like roughly a book a week ish for the month of July and then the last seven weeks no uh, uh, and then like the last Eight days of July, I read, like, three books in the eight-day span. Um, And then I was... Well, actually, it was was three books in a three-day span. And then, like, the last five days of July, I was trying to get through a book that I'm still reading right now. Um, So I'm kind of in a lull right now. But, yeah, House Across the Lake, if you want to know more about our thoughts on that newest Riley Sager book, please go listen to our review. It's called Book Review of the House Across the Lake. Okay, so my like was actually a four star, which is still pretty high for me. I might have even done, I don't know if I did a solid four or if I did four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Let me look up really quick what I did. Yeah, I read this one pretty now. quick as well. Yeah, I started doing half stars this you year. Did, you did four and a half. I did. Okay, so this is The Hotel Nantucket by Ellen Hildebrand. Um, I really have enjoyed her writing and her books. I'm a little particular about which ones I read, though. I will be honest. I haven't, like, devoured every single one of hers. But um, I have... No, I think just some of them I am a little bit more like drawn to reading than others some of the premises i'm i'm kind of like yeah i'm not too sure but there's been quite a few that i have been like captured my attention and this one was super fun it's about this woman who um recently split up with this guy she was with for about 15 years Mm. um they ran a restaurant together and on hotel um on nantucket island and was she it just kind of needs hotel Nantucket. No, it was not. Oh, um, and she just needs something fresh. And so she hears that this really, really rich guy bought this rundown hotel on the island that mm-hmm. had has like a really unique history. There was actually like a fire there and a potential like um, like someone uh, died there. And so there's a few different things that like add to the reputation of this hotel. And she hears you know through the grapevine that this person is buying the hotel and she's like you know what I need something new they're looking for a manager I've managed my restaurant I I want to apply so she applies and she gets a job and then she has to hire like kind of like a misfit group of people to run this like group what a ragtag group a ragtag group of people who I mean, they all have experience in the hotel industry, but the really, really rich guy who bought the hotel is trying to, like, impress this Instagram influencer person who um, goes around to these hotels and gives them, like, keys. So it's like, how many keys, you know, did does this hotel receive? Three keys, four keys, and no one's ever gotten a five key. And so, like Michelin star, kind of like a Michelin star thing. Okay. And so he's like, I want to get the fifth key. I want to be the hotel that has a fifth key. So she's like, I need to like make these random group of people. Some of them are like older who have a lot of experience, and some of them are like, I just graduated from college with the degree in like hotel management, and I have like one year of internship, you know, under my belt. So she's trying to like wrap it all together to try and you know get get things underway. But also you get a perspective of somebody else in the hotel who has a really unique, interesting history and past. Um, I don't want to give anything away. kill everyone. No, I don't want to give anything no. away. I don't remember what I said in my review about it. Is it a thriller? It. No, it's not a thriller. But there's a oh, little bit of... That's uninteresting. A little bit then. of... No, there's a little bit of mystery to it. Um, and in the meantime, the, the main character name's Lisbeth. Um, she... Starts to kind of have a new romance potentially, and and is just trying to. It's just really it's cute. A lot for one book. It's a lot, but it's really cute. And each character, they're going through their own thing as well, and you get to know them all. And um, I would just say, like Ellen Hildebrand does a really good job of taking all these characters and each giving them each like a character arc that like you can follow and that you appreciate, and they all have their own little development that happens. Um, but she does all of this in a fairly, like, lighthearted, like, her, the, the way she writes is not, like, this is an intense literary fiction. It literally feels like, hey, this could be kind of 
hard to read, but it's also very enjoyable. And like the way she writes is, is, I don't know. It's, it's, it's beachy. It's a beachy read. That's for all sure. her books look very beachy. Well, they are. And they read just like them and they're very easy to read. They're really entertaining and, and just like a good palate cleansing book. Okay. All right. Not too much romance, not too much drama, but some good, good, like storytelling. Neutral. Neutral. Yeah. Yeah, okay. for sure. Um, so my like was The Viscount Who Loved Me by Julia Quinn, which is the second book in the Bridgerton series. It is the story of, as I talked about during our, like, half whatever it is, mid-year book tag thing, Mm -hmm. my new, like, literary love is Anthony Bridgerton. So this is Anthony Bridgerton's story in his book. And you would like it, Haley. I really do because it is a classic enemies to lovers. You have to read Hating Game. I I will read Hating Game. I'm not opposed to reading Hating Game. But it just, it, it's, I mean, they're not. Have like, you started watching the show now that you've been watching or reading the books? No, I'm going to wait till I read all the books. Okay. Um, so it's, I mean, it's not like. Is it like each book is following a different person? Bridgerton, there's, there's eight Bridgerton children. So you follow each, Brid, Bridgerton is a family last name. Yes. So you follow each Bridgerton and then their own specific, like, love story yes. in each book. In each book. So it's kind of like a Karen Kingsbury book. Yeah, sure. Okay. But I'm a little racier. Probably a lot racier. <laughs> um, but I I loved it. I love Anthony Bridgerton as a character. I think he's um a little cute. He cute. You don't even know what he looks like. Whatever. The actor who plays him is cute. He gay, though, which is sad. Um, for us ladies. Um, it doesn't matter though, I'm married. Um, (laughs) keep telling yourself that. But, um, but he just, I mean, I will say there is like an element of the story that reminds me of like how I met my husband and like the character of my husband. Shut up, you're smirking. (laughs) I'm just saying there's like an element of it where I was like, "Mm, I relate and like, "Mm, my husband's that way and I always love that. And so why was this not your love? Because I gave it four stars because I wasn't blown away the, the books never they don't blow me away but they're they enjoyable enjoyable it's like Ellen Hildebrand brand sure okay they're a guilty pleasure that. book okay. um that I think you should read um but I yeah that was real. Oh, but whatever give me your favorite one I'll try it um but I think that the second Bridgerton was very good um I did like it better I think more than the first book um and then I've also read the third book and I read that uh the month of July as well and I still think the second one is a higher standout for me mostly just because of some of the elements of the relationship um and just the characters in general I thought were very well developed so that was my like for the month okay well I can understand where you're coming from with that my dislike has to be in my only other book I read and that was James Potter and the Hall of Elders Crossing by G. Norman Lippert. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first book of a fan fiction series. A fan fiction series. Um, if you didn't hear Haley, it's a fan fiction series. You're hurting me. You're hurting my soul. Um, okay, so this story is about... James Potter, not the dad, but the son I of thought Harry. It was James Potter initially, no, like the father. No, it's about the son, James, yeah. and his first year of Hogwarts. Um, it starts off. I actually still don't really it understand. Off. I actually still don't really understand what happened in the very beginning. <laughs> I have to ask Max about it. Um, but it starts off kind of when, but after a while, 
you get to Hogwarts, you get to the sorting ceremony, you get to some of their classes, you know, they did the Hogwarts Express, like all this stuff, and you start to feel familiar with it. Um, there's introduction of, um, like, some American wizards that come, and they're here for, like, the year. Why don't they go to Ilvermorny? Well, I don't know. They just came. They came here. Um, but it's not Ilvermorny because he wrote this, I think, before she announced what it was called. Mm, what do they so call it's it in like, the series? Something that starts with an A. Interesting. Anyway. Wrong. Anyway, so what it all really is about is... Doc's a uh, star for being wrong. Okay. I had a full-on discussion with Max about this because I was like, there are some things in this... Especially in regard to, like, the magic and how they're being taught magic. I'm like, ooh, I can kind of see how that's, like, legit. But then I'm also like, is he, like, taking some of these cues from actually, like, Pottermore and stuff like that? Or is he actually just whipping this out of his butt? He's probably whipping out of his butt because I think it was written in, like, 2005 I think he's whipping out of his butt. But honestly, like, I think he does a pretty good job. But it just makes me wary. I think that's maybe why it's, like, a part of it. It's, like, because I can't fully take it at face value. Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you so, know it's not, like, Because canon. I know it's not canon, but my husband thinks it should be canon. Um, it's 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 definitely gotten the thumbs up from JK. So, that's that encourages really? me. really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. But. Then she goes and writes Cursed Child. <sighs> you know what? Outside of the main, main no. twist in Cursed Child, I think the rest of it's redeemable. No. You do not. You've not read it in five years. Six years. No, I read it. No, I read it like. Okay, I've not read it in six years. I read it four, four years ago. Four or three years ago. I'm just saying, if you remove that giant odd twist, I think the rest of it is redeemable. There are some potential positives to it, but there's some that I'm like, yeah. Okay, but anyway, so with James Potter, it's just really interesting because he has, I think I said this in the podcast a few weeks ago or maybe last week, but. Um, his two friends that he met on the train are both Muggle-born, mm-hmm. um, and one of them's American, but his dad is a movie star, and he's in England for the year filming, and so he's, like, attending Hogwarts as a Hogwarts student when the American students are visiting, and so it's like, oh, these guys could potentially be your classmates, <laughs> But he is a Hogwarts student. Um, but they're super fun. They're to, there's a re- quite a few fun little scenes. Um, a little bit of some confusing stuff that happens. But overall, I would say it's um, it wraps up fairly nicely. They all he also leaves some like cliffhangers of like oh more. but I yeah there's more books but like oh that didn't get answered you know like huh that's you know that's something that they didn't wrap up and so. That obviously just leads you into the next book. And and Max says that they all tie together fairly well. And there's like, you know, nods to different parts of different books and stuff like that as you go on. So I am glad I read it. I have more to read. And so I'm I'm feeling a little like, when am I going to get this done? But this is probably going to be something that I just, just like have to work my way through slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. And just kind of take it one book at a time. But I wouldn't say I didn't dislike it. I just think my... My dislike about it is that, one, it is fan fiction, and two, how much of the magic can I take as legit or not? That's kind of, like, where I'm at with that. So, I think I gave it a solid three stars, yet to have posted the review. But, yeah, I feel pretty good about the three. I think it's definitely interesting to read if you're a fan of Harry Potter, but if you've never, like, dove into that world, I would not 
tell you to go pick it up until you actually know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I mean, who reads the fan fiction of something before they've read the actual fiction? You know, who knows? But okay, what's your dislike? You've got a few more to pick from. I do have a few more to pick from. So my dislike was What Comes After by Joanne Tompkins. So I gave this one three stars. Um, talked about a little bit about like these two boys that um are, die in this small town in like Oregon. Then there's this girl who shows up pregnant mysterious whatever um and i it feel like the plots don't really line up they do they do because he, and here's the thing i thought that the whole book would be about you know how these things into how this story intertwines you find that out like page four or something really? four or five of how like those well, two plot what points. comes after what comes after is the title and i sh- i should have thought it's myself, not it about the boring. plot. It's not about the plot. It's not about it's the about plot. After it's about what the comes plot. after the big It's like stuff the book's happens. already been written. This is like your epilogue. Yes. Um, so I think because of that aspect, it was actually quite a bit boring. Um, you do get some unraveled more things, but it's like, it, I feel like it would have been more impactful if you had known the characters previously. Like you find out something crazy about one character and like the only thing you really know about that character is their connection to a different character and you see them and stuff like that but I feel like the like gut-wrenching like secret that they're holding doesn't feel as gut-wrenching because you haven't known them for very long mm. and like it just is everything is feeling very epilogue mm-hmm. um there's it's like, it's like I should know this but I don't yes there's like a friendship that like really helped me enjoy the book more um, but yeah, like I was really like looking into what the, and I, the, the, like the plot part is interesting about how those two boys died and about this girl. And that is interesting. But the fact that like that gets established so quickly definitely threw me off. Um, and I think I would have enjoyed more of like the mystery aspect of like, how did these get connected? But it was fairly obvious from the start, um, like written out there in black and white, pretty much. Um, there's a little bit of a twist ish but even then like it's not surprising like it's like it's like you're given like three different options and, and then you like, think oh, it's one of it. the two options but then you find out later it's the third option but it's like oh but you already gave us the three options so you're not so it's like oh so it's just this one it was just this other one that you'd already talked about it's not like you so this third option that came out of nowhere it's like you already knew that that could have been an option mm. um so but again, there's like a friendship that was forged that really made the book stand out. And the writing was really good. I think I was just wishing that, you know, I like the concept of kind of writing this extended epilogue. But I think it would have worked better in like a duology of like writing the initial story and then what comes after. I think would have been more impactful because you already connected to these characters. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. So that was my dislike for the month. Honorable mention is I did read um, The Name of the Wind by... Whatever his name is. What's his Patrick name? Rothfuss. Patrick Rothfuss. Um, I will say I gave it four stars. I will say I'm not obsessed with it. I'm not in love with it. It's very well written. It's a very interesting story. But as someone who's not super fantasy hard, I don't think it will impact me the same way it impacts other people. But it and is in very the book good. Two. The end of book one, you're like on a cliffhanger. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Book two. But it is very Just good. Like... So I, I enjoyed reading it. And I will read the second book. Yes. At some point. When I get it from the library. Yes. All right. So, Haley, what are you reading right now? Uh, yeah, What exactly. have you been trying to read? Okay. So, by... Not by the time this is out. This weekend, I will finish You're Invited by Amanda Yatasi. 
Jayatisa. Jayatisa. Um, I started this book. I actually think it's pretty intriguing. It's, hmm, there's a little bit of stuff in it that's like, ooh, ooh. interesting. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's intriguing. There's a lot of intrigue. So I'm gonna, um, push, pump it out. I'm gonna enjoy it. I've been wanting to read at nighttime, but by the time I'm ready to read, I'm exhausted or one of my kids wakes me up and then I don't get a chance to read. So I just need to be able to set some time aside and be able to get it done, which might happen tonight. Just depends. Um, but definitely hoping to get it done this weekend. And then after that, we will be reading something together. Yes, we will. So what are you reading until that happens? I'm reading The Bodyguard by Catherine Center. I started it over a year, over a year ago. Over a week ago. <laughs> it's the book I was reading last week. So I just have to finish ago. this because I, do. I don't like, think you actually like it. No, I actually do like it. I just, I don't know. Like, I've just not been in, like, the mood to read. But now mm. I'm actually kind of in the mood to read it. So I would like to read it and finish it maybe before the end of this week. But I only have, like, 120 pages left. So I've really committed myself. I could sit down and pump it out. Um, I just haven't been. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm reading. Do you want to say what we're going to be reading together after we're done with our respective books? Do we feel confident that that's I, the one? Or should we do the other? No, I like that one. Okay. Unless unless you feel well, like it's... I think I'm going to be sad when it's over because we've waited for a while for it to come Fine, out. do you want to read the other one because we feel like that know. one might not be as good? Yeah, maybe. Okay, want to do I that one? I don't know. We'll okay, well, one. we've got two options, and you can try to guess which one we're talking about. Um, we're either going to be reading Upgrade by Blake Crouch or, or The, the it, Girl it Girl by Ruth Ware. So, depending on what this next week's episode is, you will know what we decided to read, because hopefully by next Friday we will have read that book, and, and we'll we can discuss it. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, that's the main plan. We will see if anything changes. Obviously, you will find out a week from now. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, thank you so much for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages.